Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Av, and today we're going to be talking about some tips, tricks, routines, things that have really helped me um, get a better hold of like the creative scatteredness that sometimes comes with being artsy and, well, creative. So um, I just wanted to share some things that I've like learned along the way and what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me. Um, basically just share advice that I've gotten from other people and hope that you guys maybe will try some stuff. Let me know. And if you have your own methods, please DM me on Instagram and like, let me know about them. I just like love talking about the stuff and helping each other. Um, okay. And this is kind of random, but I thought it, I thought it'd be really cute and fun if anyone was interested in like talking about stuff that kind of relates to music or relates to being like a creative or an artist and just like wants to talk to other other creatives and artists about it I thought it'd be really cute to have like an Instagram group chat where we all just like almost like music therapy quote-unquote like where we all come in you know once a week and just like chat about what's going on or like have like a zoom or something and just chat about what's going on with our music lives and like what's been working this week and what hasn't and like I just think it'd be so fun and cute. I mean, I do this with my creative friends to begin with, but I just think it'd be fun to almost do it with like people you don't know and people that you can get to know so that you can like learn from each other. And I don't know. And it could also be like some things you don't want to necessarily share with people who know you super well. So like it's interesting to share it with people who don't know you and aren't biased and don't have a relationship with you yet you know what I mean so if that's something you would at all be interested in please DM me on Instagram and let me know and like I said drop some things that like you love doing as part of your routines and habits and things like that that really help you be your most efficient creative self okay so with all that said I wanted to start with um oh, I hate saying this because it literally sounds so cliche but I want to start with morning routines and like what that process has been like for me um because I've always been a really disorganized scattered person just thanks to being creative sometimes you know we're messy in our ordinary lives so that we can be really focused and intentional in our creative lives and um I've I've done some deep reflection and tried to figure out the way that I do things and like what's worked and what hasn't and what makes me happy and what makes my life harder um and I recently did a lot of growth and reflection in that area so I wanted to kind of share what I've learned and what's worked and what didn't and yeah so I'm gonna start with morning routines because um it was January of this year that I finally came to this realization I noticed that I can be really, really impulsive. Now, there's a difference between being impulsive and being spontaneous. And I think impulsive is just making decisions that you literally just don't even think through and and they can be negative. I think spontaneous is more of like a easygoing, going on a whim, doing something fun, you know, having a great time, but also like acknowledging what could happen and, and, you know, still going with it. I think what makes impulsive and spontaneous different is impulsive you literally just don't think through it at least that's my experience with it like I have literally made decisions where I don't even consider how it could be consequential to me and that's where I think it has become a really big problem in my life because it's affected relationships in my life it's affected people that I love people just like in any 
five foot radius of me like (laughs) sometimes I feel like I'm a tornado spinning and like harming people in my way because I don't think about the things that I do so something happened in January that I'm not going to get into right now that really affected one of my most beloved relationships and that's when I put my foot down and I said okay I need to stop self-sabotaging because it's literally making my life so much harder than it has to be and I'm in turn pushing away people that really care about me and that I really care about for what because I can't have because I don't have self-control like that is something you just need to work on and figure out ASAP because it's literally not good so with that I did some deep reflection and my first the first thing I decided to do was learn about why I do what I do and so I started like YouTube tutorialing like how to better manage yourself and how to better manage like self-control and things like that once I learned a little bit about it I got a few books on it and I started really learning about it and also just like being comforted knowing that like other people deal with this and it's like really okay and honestly a lot of it at least with the books that I read said that it's like very common in people who are creative so it actually made me feel a lot better to know that like okay it's just because I'm a creative artsy fartsy girl gal like that's exactly why so it's okay and I wouldn't trade being creative for the world so I'm just gonna have to figure out how to deal with the symptoms of being creative (laughs) and one of those symptoms being impulsive and how I'm going to combat that so with that said after I learned a lot about it I decided to start journaling and I know it's basic please don't stop the podcast at this because this is I'm starting with it because it's the most basic and it's like the most foundational of my whole process um and I want to just tell you that it really helped me just track my progress not necessarily sitting there and talking about my feelings I pulled out a journal and I an empty journal and I said okay it's January it's February 1st I think it was February 1st is when I started I could look back on my journal and I said hey today's February 1st I am turning over a new leaf it is New Year's number two like I am new year new me I am starting today I'm fixing my flaws this is what I'm doing and I started just writing down moments in my days going forward that were impulsive and like the ones that I noticed and the ones that I didn't notice and what I did to fix that and the more that I wrote about it every day and reflected on it the more control I had over it and then in turn like it just became a habit and obviously we all know that habits are really 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 important to have and having good habits are really important because they are like pivotal to our success as human beings so pivotal 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 vital what's the word I'm thinking of I think it's vital pivotal vital vital to our success as human beings okay I think that's the word. Anyway, (laughs) so I started tracking it and writing it down and figuring out how it made me feel and what I could do next time to better manage that. And it started with very, very, very small steps. I started with um, when people would text me, not texting them back immediately. Like, I know it sounds dumb, but like it gave me a chance to really think about what I would like to say and how I would like to respond and it also gave me a chance like don't commit yourself to things that you are not 100% sure of doing or like think about it first before you commit like those are little things that I 
my whole life have just like gone with. Like I just commit to things. I just say yes to things. I just say yes to people. I answer immediately. I don't think about anything. Like let me take a minute and really be intentional. And so when I started this journaling, I would end every journal entry with time to lean into intentionality. And then I put it on a note, a sticky note, and I put it by my door so that I saw it every single time I exited my door, my bedroom door. Um, Like it's time to embrace intentionality because I've always been like, oh, who cares? Let's just do this. Let's do that. This will be fun. I don't care what happens. You pick the place to eat. You pick where we go. You like... I always just didn't care and it ended up just being a really reckless, unorganized, scattered way of living and again, there's ways to be spontaneous and like spontaneity is fun and I definitely still am like that but um, being impulsive is where things get a little hairy and have really impacted my life in negative ways. So I started being intentional about everything that I did which was hard for me it was really really hard for me because I was so used to just being like oh you could pick the place for dinner but then when I started saying well how can I be intentional about this I would make a plan with a friend for dinner and I wouldn't answer the question with oh you just pick I don't care where we go I would sit down and be like hmm what would I like to eat today um what would be a really good place to sit down and actually talk like if if I was going to dinner with this person that I haven't seen in a while, I want to talk to them. So why don't we pick a place that's quieter so I could sit with them and talk? Um, where am I coming from before dinner? Like, am I going to need time to get ready? Am I going to need to dress up? Am I coming from work? Like, it it sounds so dumb and so obvious saying it out loud because I feel like other people probably have this thought process. But for me, my whole life has always just been like, yeah, let's go to the diner. I don't care. I don't care. You pick. Okay, want to go right now? Cool. I don't care what I'm wearing. Boom. What am I, what am I, you know, and I didn't ever think like a few steps ahead. I always just thought in the present moment and um, it often just made my life way harder. Because, for example, I'd be like, yeah, let's just go to the diner right now. Okay, then you get to the diner. I'm not thinking about what I need to do after. I'm eating. I just pick something randomly to eat. And then afterwards, I'm like, hmm, okay, what next? And then I'm like, oh, I forgot about that homework assignment. Or, oh, whoops, I forgot I was supposed to be home for dinner because blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, man, I told that person I would call them and then I didn't. That, all of that stuff is minuscule in the grand scheme of things, but for everything that you miss or forget or like brush over or have to reschedule, like those are just like taking points off of your, like you're just like losing points. You know what I'm trying to say? Like lost a point, lost a point, lost. It's really hard to explain and I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but like if you instead rack up points rather than losing them, like you're gonna be so much like more fulfilled, I think at the end of the day or feel so much more organized and you're gonna feel so much more at peace if you know that you racked up points. Like, oh, you you remembered that phone call, you completed that phone call. Okay, you cleaned your room like you said you needed to and that's done. You did that. Like, isn't that such a more peaceful way of living? Like, I don't know why it took me 21 years to like figure out how to live a an efficient and successful life like what (laughs) sounds so dumb and of of course great things come out of being spontaneous but most of the time negative things come out of being impulsive so 
what I'm saying is I started with journaling and I started to reflect my progress and I picked a few affirmations that I said to myself every day in the mirror. I said, it's time to lean into intentionality. I also said like, um, follow through. Like that was just something that I'm, it's so hard for me to do. It's so freaking hard for me to follow through on things and I don't know why, or it was, it used to be. And I would look at these sticky notes on my door frame, doorway frame, whatever, every day and be like, okay, let's set the intention for the day. Again, literally being intentional with my day and like my mindset. Let's be intentional. What would you like to accomplish today? Or what is something that you would like to stick in your subconscious so that you subconsciously make good decisions that lean into intentionality, that follow through? Like it's just a matter of like repeating and practicing and it becoming habit. So with all that said, started with my journaling, I started with my affirmations, and then it grew into me sitting down at night and figuring out how I wanted to be intentional with the day, the next day. So it began as like being intentional in the moment and then, you know, throughout the day, like the day of, and then it eventually went into, okay, I'm going to actually sit down right now and plan my day for tomorrow so that I can be as successful as possible. And then it grew into, okay, I'm actually going to sit down on Sundays now and like plan my week. It doesn't have to go to plan, but like at least I have a rough guideline for what things take priority this week and what I would really like to get done and hopefully at least accomplish those things. And then it got to a month and then it got to two and three months out. Not saying that I'm a crazy planner, saying that I'm so much better at prioritizing what needs to get done now and what's the best use of my time for the things that are most important most urgent and how I will best implement them into my schedule and make the best use of my time so it's really not me being like plan your whole life because I still can't do that I'm saying I'm trying to be more intentional about the way that I live and I'm telling you it has helped me so much oh my gosh it's made my it's made my mental health improve by like 186 percent it's made my body feel so much more at peace like I'm not tense anymore I don't carry a lot of tension in my shoulders and neck like I used to I don't carry tension in my hips like somehow things just started to align my my stomach issues have like been way better and like much less detrimental to my esophagus and (laughs) intestines um and it's amazing how you can help your mental health and everything else starts to fall in line I am in the best shape that I've ever been okay I'm feeling the best about like my body and my mindset and body image and the view of myself my that has oh that has improved so much my inside talk like my inner voices are so much kinder and more um more patient and they are much more forgiving of things that happen like because I'm like I've I've really focused on growing and becoming better and becoming more intentional and less scattered and it has literally changed my life it's sad that it took 21 years to do it because my mom is a very organized person and she literally for years it would bother her so much when I would like make my life way harder than it had to be um and she's been telling me for years like can you just like maybe 
live life in a more in a less chaotic way and I would be like no like I'm fine living this way like because I never took a minute to really think about how it was affecting me like I was always just jumping hurdles jumping hurdles that was consistently what I was doing and I mean I'm very resilient because of it like I made my life so much harder for myself but like then in turn learned how to like jump obstacles so much better and like not be phased by change or things like that but with now that I have that skill that is amazing and great I can apply that when things don't go to quote-unquote plan because I have that skill now so my point in in saying all this is my first steps in being intentional were journaling and tracking my progress learning about it and like really analyzing and my my behavior and being completely self-aware of that okay so besides the journaling and the affirmations I then um and then the scheduling just like scheduling my day I started with this morning routine which really did not it did not start with me saying okay everyone on social media says I need to have a morning routine to be successful ew I hate when people say it it's become so ridiculous because these people's morning routines are like three hours long and I'm like all right that's not necessary that's your whole day you started your day that's not a routine you started your freaking day um and that's really 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 over the top and I don't think that's necessary what I do think is necessary is forming habits that work for you that start your day off on the best foot possible okay and for me that included trying different methods of like what made me happy what how I like to start my morning it didn't it it did not include looking up someone's morning routine on YouTube and copying them exactly that's not gonna work for literally like it's just not maybe you can grab a few ideas and adopt those ideas but following someone else's morning routine that's literally created specifically for them is not going to help you so what I did is I woke up in the morning and I started with my journaling which I had been doing at this point for a few months and then I I found myself saying like why don't you make tea or something because I don't drink coffee so I started with trying different teas and I really liked that and then I finally found myself like drinking peppermint tea every morning and I started doing research on it because I realized that it it really like started my day off so well and I was like that's so strange like peppermint tea it's like the most random thing why does that start off my day so well I did research on it and apparently peppermint actually activates like um your limbic system and your frontal lobe I'm pretty sure um it literally activates everything and gets your mind going for the day which I think is interesting if you think about like toothpaste like obviously you have to brush your teeth to be hygienically obviously you have to brush your teeth to be clean and hygienic but it's interesting that it's flavored mint because that's how you start your day um and I'm so curious like if that has an impact or not um but anyway the point of the story I so I did some research and peppermint is very very helpful so maybe consider like either if you don't drink tea like maybe using an essential oils and putting your peppermint in the first first um first thing in the morning or if you shower in the morning put peppermint essential oil on the uh base of your shower like on the tub and right where the water hits and let the whole thing steam up and that will be a really great way to start your morning as well you could get like a shower mist too that like has the essential oils in it and just like spray it and it makes your whole showering experience in the morning really really 
motivating and uplifting and it just starts your day off really peacefully. Um, I'm not a morning shower. I shower at night. So I, again, through analyzing my behavior over the years and what makes me happy and how my lifestyle is, I figured out how to have a successful nighttime routine um, with my shower incorporated and how to make that the most, like, um, the most enjoyable experience possible, you know, how to have passion in the things that you do rather than just like going through the motions, getting things done as quick as possible. Like that's how I always lived my life. And it was so unfulfilling once I finally realized like, oh, life can be a little more exciting and peaceful if you just like really take your time with things and be present and enjoy that moment you know so my morning routine consisted of me getting up um grabbing my tea coming back into my room and journaling I would start with journaling I would start with gratitude then I would do um how I was currently feeling like write down any dreams I had that were really weird or like anything I was currently thinking of um or any feelings that were just looming hello okay it's still going any feelings that were still looming and um I would talk about those things and really focus on how I was feeling because did you know that only 37% of the population can identify the feelings that they are feeling at the exact moment? 37% of people. That's like a study that was done. You realize no one knows how to successfully identify the feelings that they're feeling at the moment? That's not good. That's not good. That's why we all have issues. <laughs> I say we all because me included. But um, that's not good. So I really focused on identifying my feelings every morning and unpacking whatever I needed needed to unpack. That's That was important for me um, to understand my behavior and track my progress and reflect and things like that. Um, and obviously my journal was just for me. So I could say whatever I want without feeling like you know, someone was going to read it or it was being judged or anything like that. It's a silent moment where you can be with yourself and really say, how do I feel at this very moment? And why do I feel those ways? And if I can't figure it out, it's okay. I'm just going to accept it and turn the page and then move on to my manifestation. So I would do gratitude, feelings, and then manifestation. Manifestation is up to you if you like care about doing that. Um, But for me, it's really important to just like better understand my goals and what I really want because with manifestation I often pose the question in an ideal world in a perfect world what do you want what what do you want your lifestyle to look like what do you what would you want to happen in the next five days five years whatever um and by doing that every day I got so clear on what I actually want out of life and what I actually want out of people in my life and um out of a lifestyle that it was just so helpful. You start with your gratitude, like what I'm thankful for, this is what I have and I'm so abundant and all those things. Then you talk about, okay, and where am I at right now? Um, and you know, how how am I feeling? And then what can I get in the in the future? Like what what is something that I would love to have in the future? And it's a really, really great little way to start your day and then set your intentions for the day while knowing like I'm thankful for this, Uh, This is what I have and this is how I'm feeling. And then three, what would I like? What can I do today that's going to help me get get closer to where I want to be, you know? So that's how my morning routine starts. And um, then I kind of just like slowly ease into the day. Like I just, I brush my teeth. I give myself enough time to get ready. 
I look at my calendar for the day, which I will get into in a minute. Um, I dr- fill up my water and start drinking it. Okay. I have a huge water bottle. It's so important. Hashtag stay hydrated, whatever. I've never been that person either, but I learned to be that person. And I put on either a podcast in the morning or I listen to music that I really like to get my day started. And then I see my affirmations on my mirror where I'm getting ready and on my doorway when I leave. Okay. Now, when I'm starting my day, I have found that it's really, really helpful to plan your day in a way that's gonna work for you. Okay, let me explain. So I started this new thing actually more recently um, where I've noticed that having it all on my phone is really, really quick and efficient because I move things around so much that like having it written out in a planner is not gonna help me. And I, that was through trial and error. I was I was using my planner um, all of last semester when I was implementing this new morning routine and I found that I was just frustrated because I would write something down in my planner and then I would need to change it and I'm like oh I have to scribble it and then that would like trigger me to feel scattered because things looked messy and were messy and now I'm changing a million things and then I have to whatever so I moved over to my iCalendar okay on my phone and what I do is I whenever I think of something that I need to get done I put it in my calendar either for today or tomorrow as just an all-day reminder, right? And then once those start to stack up, once I have like five or six all-day reminders of things I need to do, I sit down at the end of, let's say today, I look at all my reminders that I have for tomorrow and I intentionally plan out how I'm going to get all of those things done within the things that I also need to get done. Like, So if I have class tomorrow and I have five reminders at the top of my calendar, I will then find an hour in my day for that to-do list to get done. Here's an example. I'm recording this podcast right now. It's 1.05. I have work at 2.30. So I told myself I'm going to be done recording this uh, podcast at 1.30 and then I'm going to have probably like 40 minutes to get done everything on my to-do list, which is not a lot. Like I've thought about how long it's going to take me to do the things that I need to get done and I just need to get laundry done. I need to write a few birthday cards and I need to like, I don't even know. I have to look at my calendar. (laughs) Uh, But it's all there and I know I can get it all done in 40 minutes and then I'll have 20 minutes to get to work. Now, me saying that I'm planning my whole day like this is actually so strange to say out loud because anyone that knows me knows that I am not like this and have never been like this. But I have taken this year to really grow and um, be more intentional with my life and it has been so helpful. Like I said, I've just been feeling so much better and my life has been um, extremely more successful because I've implemented such great habits and routines that I've, I've figured out how to get the things done that I need to in the most efficient way. I've learned how to work uh, smarter, not harder. And I've always worked harder, not smarter, and it's always made me crazy. So I'm really happy to do this. Okay. I'm going to quickly move on to um, grounding exercises that you can use throughout your day that have really helped me and then um, like my little nighttime, I guess you can say routine, that has really helped um, center me and then put me in a good space to go to sleep and wake up and do everything again the next day. So as far as centering and grounding, I, I learned this new technique in my social and emotional intelligence class. It uh, my professor calls it reset, restart. 
And if there's a moment where you feel chaotic throughout the day or like you are running all over the place and kind of um, going downhill and way too fast kind of, like you can't stop, you need to stop and have a reset restart. And the way she does this and she literally finds a quiet corner and she just takes like literally 10 deep breaths and focuses on her breathing and says out loud, reset, restart. And you restart your day. And you like forget about all the chaos that just happened and you restart. It's a very grounding exercise um, because also breathing like that is, oh my gosh, so important. I was reading a book earlier in the year about um, meditation and stuff and how we take such short, shallow breaths breaths that our body often can't uh, follow through or complete a lot of the functions that we need throughout the day and it ends up pushing all of those functions to be done at night when you're sleeping, which also then in turn um, takes away from your like sleeping and gives you less of a deep sleep. So at the end of the day, like you're literally just making your life harder without knowing it. But if you just breathe throughout the day, take a few minutes, moments throughout the day to take very deep breaths, your body will reset, restart itself, complete the functions that it needs to with the extra oxygen that you just gave it and then you'll have a much deeper sleep later on. So there you go. Here's some uh, anatomy for you that your body is working so freaking hard. Please do it a favor and take 10 deep breaths and calm your mind and your body for a second um, because it's going to help you sleep better and like perform better throughout the day. Okay, so that's one. Another one is your senses. So sitting down and just acknowledging what you're seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching um, because that's a really grounding exercise and like telling yourself, okay, I'm fine. All of my senses are intact. I have control over my body. Like it's a very centering thing that you can get back in your body and be like mind-body connection. Like, okay, I am in my body. I see these things. I feel these things. All the other things that are going on outside of me in the future and the past don't exist. I'm in this present moment and this is what's going on. So that's really helpful. Sometimes um, if I have time throughout the day, like if I have a pocket of time, sometimes I'll schedule in like a little meditation session. It can literally be 20 minutes long. And meditation was really hard for me at the beginning of this year because again, your mind is racing and it's like very hard to practice or it's very hard to just like sit down and like not think. Um, but the more that you practice it, the better you'll get at it. And my tips for this are to start with guided meditations so that you're, you're starting out distracted. You know, um, I listened to a few and I can link them in the show notes that are just really helpful and you're hearing someone and you really just need to keep bringing yourself back to that person's voice. Um, because it's really hard to listen to your own voice and like bring yourself back to your voice. But that's something that you learn later on in meditation when you're like, doing it by yourself and you rely on yourself Um, but I highly recommend a guided one first and then um, focusing on your breathing obviously literally just like think about breathing in and breathing out that really helped me and even if it's for four minutes in between classes in the bathroom where it's quiet do it it's going to reset your and restart you and you're going to feel so much better Um, I think that and oh and then just meditation once you get the hang of it like I, I have found the best times of the day to meditate for myself and it's always in the morning and at night. Um, 
in the middle of the day is a little harder just because you've like started your day whatever and I would probably only meditate in the middle of the day if I feel like I need to reset and restart but in the morning I do it because it's the you know my mind's fresh before I journal or anything that's when I do it and I normally listen to either a guided meditation or just um white noise or just something to distract me not distract me but like keep me focused for a second um and I normally just focus on my breathing and get into a subconscious space to not think and just to be and be present um and then you come out of it and you're like whoa where did 40 minutes go I have zero idea I feel grand glorious lovely and great you know and then at night I normally listen to um a guided one to almost put me to sleep the goal is to stay awake so that you can be in that subconscious like half half awake very relaxed state but don't fall asleep because that completely defeats the purpose and it um meditating at night is really helpful because it programs your subconscious to be in a peaceful happy state while you sleep and like avoid nightmares or bad dreams or waking up in the middle of the night it just sets you up for like a really healthy um rest and then you wake up feeling very refreshed so um and then so that's the that wraps up like the grounding and centering techniques that I've tried along the way and that have been really really helpful also essential oils um just putting them like in the furthest part of your temples not near your eyes because it'll burn your eyes but like the furthest part of your temples can be really helpful or behind your ears or on the back of your neck or on your wrist um pick an essential oil do your research and see first of all make sure it's not going to irritate you because some people have allergies but find out one that is going to accomplish your your goal so like if you're putting on an essential oil in the middle of the day because you want to feel calm you might want to pick something like lavender or something that's very calming um if you want to start your day and get motivated maybe peppermint on your wrists or eucalyptus or something like that oh that's also a really good tip i found this trend on tiktok where you buy a uh eucalyptus plant and you hang it on your shower head and it steams up your shower and makes it like a whole spa and it's very peaceful okay oh okay okay now I know where I'm going with this this is the last segment of this episode and I just want to talk about a really helpful night routine some things that I do at night to really help me prepare for the next day and for that week so um on Sundays I normally sit down um and I plan out kind of the week and what I need to definitely get done throughout the week what's the most important I sit down and plan that and then what I do is I wrap up and I normally shower because I'm a night shower and my night showers are like a very important part of my day because they set me up for my meditation at night and then for a really good sleep um I try to do all of this within the same time time uh, around the same time every night because again like being habitual about it really really helps so I would go I would make my way into the bathroom and I would um turn on like music or a podcast normally music at the end of the day because at that point I'm like sensory overload like I need something that's going to calm me down um and relax me so I either so I normally put on music or like white noise or sometimes I do a meditation in the shower I will not lie to you okay and then I Um, start my shower, make it really hot, either do the essential oils or the eucalyptus plant or a shower mist, like something that's going to activate my senses and um, relax me. And then 
I actually shower with the lights off and normally have like um, neon lights or like those just like a very little light or like a salt lamp or something in or around the shower or candles so that I have some light but it's like my senses are learning to dial down at this point like they know every night like okay it's time to relax like I don't have to talk to anyone anymore I'm gonna relax and then after my shower I take whatever time I need I do my little I don't have a crazy skincare routine I literally just come out of the shower I brush my hair and I put on like a few serums and a moisturizer like that's it I'm not a crazy person with that stuff because I don't think it's necessary I just normally do a moisturizer and a serum and then I get into bed I do not touch my phone other than to put on a meditation or to turn on my alarm for the next morning. That's it. That is it. I don't go on TikTok. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm not texting anyone back. At that point, if they need a response from me, they're going to have to call, whatever. I will answer everything in the morning after I do my morning routine. Like, I have to. I have to. This stuff is so important to detach, to have a moment for yourself to be present to recharge like this is all really really important to a good night's sleep also my phone is on do not disturb at all times of the day if you need me for an urgent reason please call three times because it'll break through my do not disturb in fact someone did did do that the other night they needed my help in the middle of the night and thank god they called like three or four times because it did wake me up and I did help them um but my phone is on do not disturb even during the day because there's something about having control over that that is so important okay and being aware of your screen time and everything like that I don't watch tv before bed nothing nothing I go to bed with all of the lights off in complete silence and I you know get into a meditative state and fall asleep naturally it has been essential to my mental health, to having a successful day the next day, to getting enough sleep, to getting a good night's sleep. Yeah, you might sleep for eight hours, but if you're tossing and turning or if you're having nightmares, you really didn't get eight hours of sleep. You did not. So point of the story, here are my tips so far. This has become so long, but I hope that it was really helpful. Um, And I'm still on this journey of self-growth and like treating myself kindly and doing things for myself finding new habits, implementing new habits and routines. And the more that I learn, I will share in my podcast. But if you um, learned anything new, I really hope that you try it out. And if you thought of any more things um, that you you do in the, you know, habits that you have that I didn't mention, please DM me and let me know about them. And I will share them in a future podcast episode because I think it's important for all of us to talk about. Oh, also this, I love remembering this at the last minute of the podcast in my morning routine I read as well I get my tea I journal and then I read and then I start my day I don't know why I forgot about that but reading or listening to a podcast and like hearing something intellectual or like um it just like activates my brain like it gets me going and thinking about things and it starts off my day and it's often something that I think about all day because that's how I started um so I try to pick something really educational to get me thinking or like something political something just to like get in my brain working like get my opinions flowing get my give me conversation topics to start with people as I go throughout my day you know so that was really important for me to say and I um, will link some favorite books podcasts all the things below if you are interested Um, or dm me on instagram and we can chat more about it 
Um, thanks for listening, guys. This was super long, but I loved talking every minute of it. And if you made it this far, you were literally nice. Anyway, follow me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram at underscore AVE music, av music. And I will talk to you guys in the next podcast episode. Thank you.